Edition. We are in. It's it's heating end, up. It's almost end times now. <laughs> the big finale, the big yes. bang is coming fast. We have week two of finals that have just finished off. Um, one game came down to the wire. The other one was done. It felt like after the first twelve minutes. All right, so. stop, stop giving us little sneaky peekies. Let's just jump into it, shall we? Let's do it. So we go first to Melbourne where the Storm hosted the Roosters in the first elimination final to see who qualifies for next week's qualifying final. or die. And the winner of this game takes on Penrith. So we have, first off, Storm controlling possession and the game in the first, Mm. I don't know, 12, 15 minutes or so where they applied pressure. They got a lot of six agains. Roosters are having a hard time getting out of those rucks, I think. After last week, they probably, you know... A bit sore, a bit battered. <laughs> and it's a bit of a theme. We'll see with both of the teams that played last week that they definitely looked it to start True. with, a bit rusty. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, Tyron Wishart, who's in for the injured Hughes at half, yeah. makes a really nice step inside. Dummies and fools both Luke Carey and former Storm player Brandon Smith to score the first try in the eighth minute. Meany had a bit of a rough game kicking, so we actually missed a number of conversions, including the first one. Um, but yeah, the Storm looked like they were going to steamroll them. They were they had all the ball. They had yeah. all of possession. They had dangerous attack. Um, Roosters were very, very brave, as they had been all season long on the goal line, but couldn't stop Wisher from that try. Mm-hmm. And then it started getting a little bit rough, a little bit dirty. Yeah, there was a few swinging arms. There was, um, let's be honest... The Roosters made a lot of easy mistakes. They left mm. points on the field, and there was many, many six against, yeah. and a few penalties. And I have to say, I don't. Been thrown I think it was there. Ashley Klein was the referee. I don't think it was unwarranted. They just weren't getting out of yeah. the ruck. They were agreed. They, they were, were slow. They were fatigued, yeah. and they just were not getting out of those those rucks very quickly. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, Meany gets a penalty after a high shot from Victor Radley. That is Victor Radley's game. He plays on the edge and he often, yeah. you know, will be penalized for those kinds of things, which leads to Meany kicking through the penalty, 6 0 to yes. the storm. Uh, and then Marion Seve scores off of a good sequence. Not long after, Harry Grant has a very controversial play where he took a high ball. He knocked it on, but referee said he caught it on the full. Yeah. And a lot of Roosters fans were very upset with the refereeing in that case. Um, it was a missed call and it did lead eventually to pretty much a flipping of the field where Marion Seve scores off of Harry Grant's nice setup. It's 10 nil yes. at this point and it looks like the storm could be running away with the game. Could be running away with it. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. The that- Roosters kind of, Started to get into their game, though? Well, that's it. Despite constantly being on the back foot, the Roosters managed to get over and actually step into this game in about the 30th minute. Yeah, it, it was one of the situations where the Storm got went to their bench, um, got some really good play from some of their front rowers, but they went to their bench, and they had some chances. They had a couple mm-hmm. of line breaks. They had a couple of situations where they probably could have got more points, but they couldn't capitalize and allowed the Roosters to stay in the game. Brendan Smith... Yeah. 
from Dummy. Scoots in for the try under the post there, mm-hmm. making it 10-6 to 6 for the Storm. And all of and a sudden, they're back in the game. They're in the game, and it started getting more physical. There's a lot yes. less between them. Teams started, you know, the, the average meters per set were really going down as it got a bit soggy, and mm-hmm. they just sort of, both teams were just kind of arm wrestling for a while there. Um, and then the Storm, again, they have fatigued middle, Right after the first half is over. And of all people, Christian Welsh, the front rower, gets a long line break. Um, I think it was his last play before he actually went off for a bit of a a breather. Um, But they couldn't do anything with it. Couldn't get any points. Um, Roosters, again, very, very brave in defense. Um, And including Tedesco, who we've been very you know, critical of this year, made a really, really nice tackle, sure tackle, to ensure that um, the Storm couldn't score on some of their line breaks. Yeah. We see, then then it starts getting real dirty. Then we see both the Storm and the Roosters start to really go high. Some of it was definitely fatigue, but... Some were huge hits that just winded the crowd for watching. Yeah. And Sam Walker has played pretty well since he was sort of banished from the team for a number of weeks, and he was yeah. brought back on the side a few weeks ago. Um he gets smashed by Munster on a, a clean down. hit. Yeah. And obviously a bit frustrated comes right back at him. Walker probably could have got sent off in this game. He had like four or five swinging yeah. arms to the head. He's he not a big dodged. dude, so he kind of needs to, I guess, kind of like Luai. He tends to go high he with makes the shots. Up for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> which ends up leading to a penalty for the Storm and makes it a full converted try lead for them. 12 to 6. And then. The Roosters put Sandon Smith, who is their backup dummy half, on. And he was like a fireball. He was running from half. He was going all over the place. He was fresh legs against tired forwards. Right. And he ends up making a really nice run. He almost gets Radley over for the try. And then yeah. a few tackles later, beautiful pass out to Lindsey Collins. Lindsey Collins, he's a whale of a, of a player. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. Right from mm-hmm. get-go, I think he's the best Rooster this year. So with nine minutes remaining, you're telling me what? Well, Lindsey Collins scores, and then only a few minutes later, the Roosters set themselves up in the 71st minute for Sam Walker Ooh. to take the first lead of the game for the Roosters and get the field goal over 13-12, and the Roosters are just hanging on like wow. their lives depended on it because it did. Yeah, Storm had a very long and very physical set uphill battle to get to which this led point. to on i think it was the fourth tackle or fifth mm. tackle a six again another Ooh. one called against the roosters they did so much tackling in this game and they were dead <laughs> yes. on their feet this allows the storm to get right down to the goal line and on their fifth tackle their last chance mm-hmm. the hail mary cameron munster kicking across his body all the way from the left side to the right side up high will warbrick the New Zealand gold medalist for their sevens <laughs> union team goes up and makes an incredible jumping Unreal. take AFL style. Yes. Comes well, down with the ball yeah, union <laughs> and sticks his head down and is able to score the try Full with twist. only a minute and a half left. Unreal. And the storm run away. They steal this one from the roosters 18 to 13. Unreal. Yeah. The game was a arm wrestle the whole time. Yes. Neither team wanted the... They were just dead on they, their feet. They were both, both tired. They were yeah. both fatigued. They took a lot out of each other. And the Storm, I guess their experience shone through a little bit. And, I mean, a little bit of luck. 
Um, the six agains killed the roosters in this game. There For was sure. too much tackling. Yeah, they were, but they were they were legitimate. I think they were lazy in the rucks. Yes, and easy Klein, mistakes. They left fi- points on the field, like we said. I just think they weren't sharp enough, mm-hmm. if you will. I know they were fatigued. I know they were run down from the week before, but you need to be fresh and you need to bring everything you can. Yeah. And they were just a bit sloppy. And Roosters fans will will cry that they were robbed by robbed. the refereeing. Yeah, there course. was that one call. The, the Harry Grant call was pretty blatant, but the six against were just then not moving mm-hmm. out of the rucks. They just weren't doing it. They weren't getting out. They were... Um, Storm played very physically and it, it showed. So Agreed. good on the Roosters for being brave through the whole season. They had that really rough run where it looked like they may have ended like 11th or 12th on the table and they fought yeah. back in the last six weeks or so of the season. Yes. Um, Storm, they had a lot of guys out for this game. We didn't really mention that. No Jerome Hughes. Yeah, true. Um, they didn't no have Xavier their Coates. side. Yeah. yeah, they had a lot of their guys and obviously Pappenhausen with that nasty injury last game. But um, Storm yeah. will go into... Penrith, well, actually into Sydney next week, and we'll be hoping to get some of those guys back from injury. Um, but that was a physical game. They're going to definitely be feeling it, and they will be playing at a core. So they're from now on playing in a core stadium. We'll big, big crowd, 75,000. Um, so, yeah, that's, um, that's Wrapped up. game Storm one. Storm are moving forward. Bye-bye, Roosters. And then we go to New Zealand across, across the, the ditch, ditch for the first <laughs> Home final, I think they said since 2012 or 2014 for the, for the Waz. So, yeah, yeah we um, we go to New Zealand. Great atmosphere. A sellout crowd. Sellout crowd. Ugh. I think they said they had 27,000, 26,000. Didn't sound like it. There sounded like no, 66,000. Exactly. And there was no silence. It was constantly no. roaring and uplifting, regardless of what was happening on the field, to be honest. I think I they were all just about it. having a good time, having there was a good a time. promotion at the stadium where <laughs> they had a, a kiosk set up. And if you stuck your arm into the hole... You could get a Warriors supporters tattoo on your arm. You wouldn't see it, so. sight unseen. And they said they had to turn people away. There was, <laughs> was that so many. They had 120. I think it was 120 tattoos wow. they did. Wow. So in an 80 minute game. No, no, no. This I is the week say, leading up. This is no, no, no. Okay, right. But um, yeah. yeah, that just <laughs> so shows it's you. So like a um, well, I guess like a glory hole for tattoos. <laughs> oh my god, honey, this is. We, Moving we tick, right along, we the we've clean got box on Spotify. This is not really yes. Oh gosh, we had the bleep the NFL stuff. Now we're going to have to do this, man. Warriors first nights. Yes, let's talk about the game. <laughs> I will say one more thing though. It is the Rugby Union World Cup in France right now, and yes. unfortunately, New Zealand have not been playing great leading mm. up. They still have a chance to win it, but I think. Warriors fever has well and truly hit Shifted. New Zealand. Yes. And um, it's always good for rugby league when they get that support from, you know, the Kiwi fans. Because obviously Union yeah. is king. But right now, league is making a big comeback. So Making a big splash over there. Let's Absolutely. get to the actual game itself. Yes. And I tweeted, sorry, I posted on X, <laughs> that it felt like the Knights were still on the bus in the 20th minute. Like I they agree. had not gotten off the plane or something like that. Because... Ugh. It was all Warriors. They could they could have been up 20-0 after 10 minutes if they had an extra try. It's true. They had one try taken away, and it was pretty borderline. Yeah. But Nickel Clock's that scores a minute and 30 into the game easily. Ugh. 
first set. The Wade first Egan set he went gets over. a try called back, which looked pretty close. Yeah. Fanua Blake steps around a halfback in Tyson Gamble and <laughs> scores it. minutes later, steps right around him. <laughs> Montoya scores in the left corner, and after 11 and a half, 12 minutes, it is 16 nothing. Warriors. 12 minutes in. I, the Knights didn't even touch the ball at this point. What and it was happened? like their body language. They didn't even know what to do. They Just, were shocked. They and were the rattled. crowd was wrapped. They were loving it. Yes. Yeah. And good on them. Um, yeah. The Knights <laughs> sort of calmed themselves down a little bit. And I think credit to Adam O'Brien, their coach. Um, yeah. He said, we just got to get to half now. Yes. Let's just get we'll do what we can to get to half. Mm-hmm. They did score. So Greg Marju did score. Uh, so they wouldn't be completely off the um, scoreboard in the first half there. Yeah, but true. I think he just wanted to get back to the sheds and say, guys, take a breath. We can still get in this game. Absolutely. Um, Let's and recur- at one point, young Lucas, I think he was on debut yeah. for the Knights. He was in for uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon. Um, it was 16-10 somehow in this game. Uh, yes. 16-10. Yes, that's right. That's uh, after the second half. They were able to come back in, find their feet a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they went over again, and they were able to get their conversion this time, bringing it to 16-10. And that was it. That's the but. end of the story <laughs> of the night's season. It was a Cinderella story. I think this was their – they're going for their 10th win in a row. Just felt like it crashed and burned in this I last I think game. last week it was Canberra. It took it out of them. Yeah. They had too much to have to do last week to even come back. To get to this. Um, the Knights have a very bright future, but basically the rest of the game was all Warriors – it was yeah. Walker, Barry, DWZ. It was almost scoring at will because they just ran out of gas. Honestly, the they were entering the Warriors' den from the beginning. It was domination, precision, discipline. They just wore down the Knights and it paid off. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, unreal. Unreal effort by the Warriors. And I'm excited to see what they bring next week. Yeah, a lot of um, people sweating on the fitness of Sean Johnson. He obviously didn't mm. play last week in the uh, preliminary finals and he, um, he looked great. He looked yeah. like he yeah. had no rust. And he took it easy this game too. He didn't make a lot of tackles. They definitely yeah. protected him. I think the Knights made an error in not going after him. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was also maybe the game plan and the way that Webster set up their their True. defensive line is that basically they said, Sean, we got this. You take care of the, the offense and organizing mm-hmm. and we'll do the dirty work sort of Excellent thing. That's exactly what they did. communication, organization, unreal. Yeah. Very Couple exciting to see. knocks for the Warriors. They are hoping they'll be able to get the fitness back for some I of the players. There was a, that nasty broken finger. I think it was... <laughs> no, it was Curran. Josh Curran, I think, it that did it to himself. Pleasant. Yeah, it looked like he maybe... He didn't, probably didn't break it, but dislocated his ring finger there. He'll play. He's tough. I'm sure he'll try <laughs> and get back out there. Um... But yeah, credit to the Warriors. They had a home final and they made it count. Yes. Now they have a huge task going over to Brisbane, having to play the Broncos in the Suncorp. Bit of controversy here already. Yeah. The, I believe it was actually Penrith, mm-hmm. was actually put up a bit of a stink saying, how is it fair that the Broncos get to play in their home stadium, but oh, we wow. have to move to Sydney for ours. Oh, get off it. It's because you have a 20,000-person stadium, Penrith. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm a fan of your team, but we're talking <laughs> exactly. about 75,000 versus 20,000 Butts money. in seats at the end of the day, let's That's be honest. Right. Look, and there they is... said, oh, no, no, no. They should still play at a big stadium. It just should yeah. be neutral. Oh. Well, what other big stadiums are there in Queensland? Suncorp is the big stadium. Exactly. So exactly. Deal with it. They're just causing a stink because the Sharks did and, you know, yeah. all the rest of it. It's ridiculous. Um, there is also a bit of other controversy mm. in our own home here. Yes, there is. I'm very um, disappointed in this. 
I thought so, this would never, ever happen. I know where you're going with it. I'm very disappointed. Our daughter, all of four, has finally selected her team based on her favorite color. Colors. The Storm. Yeah, purple and yellow. your team, Panthers, next week. Which I w- will mention my two-year-old son is a fan of the Black Panthers. So, Well, I like that you mention Black Panthers. I think he's a little bit confused with the superhero, Black Panther, and it doesn't help that you whisper panthers into his ears every night as he falls asleep well so i'll I also just stop you he there decided just, his team i completely <laughs> agree with you i do plant the seed but two problems i have here number one how did you allow our daughter to become a storm fan first me and I secondly real hard for the cowboys uh, i know so you call me a what what would you even call it coercion co- coercing how many times have you gone to salvos and come back with cowboys gear that fits both our daughter and our son look it's a great outfit it it has all the colors that they both like i'm not expecting to be any panthers gear showing up in any of our op shops around here anytime soon but because it's too good and valuable obviously but um yeah don't pretend like you don't do the same thing that i do look i'm just disappointed storm really yeah, I know. Ugh. She could have picked anything. She'll figure it out. She'll. I mean, it could be worse. There's West. <laughs> yeah, that's not a problem. We deterred our that. son with that one. Um, yes. Speaking of which, though, just a little shout out. Of course, my boys, the Cowboys, did not make it into the finals. No, no, they're stop. enjoying their. Time out. No, 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 no. No shout outs. Oh wait, I think they're I know enjoying you might be their. Um, Maybe too much enjoyment. Monday madness. Mad Mondays. Mayhem. Yeah. I mean, their bender. I mean, their break. <laughs> Well, Until one Cowboys player in particular maybe had a little too much fun. I think this might be what you're referring to. Look, put their feet up, relax. What happens in you know, the off season? What did you happens call them? The like their quiet achiever or something like that? They're <laughs> not anymore. They're babe. golden boy. You know, he's a sweet boy. He's just a sweet boy. I think those are your words. So I'm limited with the teams that I can pick for the next couple rounds. Um, what I would ideally like to see is a Panthers Warriors. Whoa, 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 whoa. You moved real <laughs> quick along from that. If you aren't aware of what we're talking about, listeners, Valentine Holmes, one of the leaders of the Cowboys, was snapped was with a, a mysterious boy. baggie of white powder in his mouth. Look, I think with a cruiser in his hand. <laughs> a vodka cruiser. Very I don't know what's more shameful, to be honest. <laughs> Mad Mondays with a cruiser or a suspicious white powder helping somebody cook in the kitchen i don't know look <laughs> yeah look he's in shame, trouble he's got shame, a breach notice shame. he'll get a smack on the wrist don't do it again val and move along yeah all right talking of which okay. let's move to next week the preliminary finals panthers versus storms first game thoughts Qualifying finals. feelings Is it? how are we going with this um obviously panthers win um, I will be very interested to see what they do with their lineup because okay. um, reports this week were that Talon May, who's been out with injury for a long time, may be able to come back into the side and centers. Mm, okay. That potentially even someone like Jerome Luai may be able to come back in to the, the Cogger spot, that six jersey. But Cogger's yeah. been playing really well. I don't know. Yes. Would they decide to put Luai on the bench maybe to kind of get him back in? I think Cleary's got options so is the key thing. So suspension's lifted now. He though. didn't have suspension. He was oh. hurt. Oh, right. So Luai he's all better now. Okay, well, yeah. he's had so a few weeks. 
yeah, but um, Taylor May, he's had a knee mm. injury for a while. He could be well enough to play. Well, that's um, exciting. So we'll see what happens. I think Cleary has some opportunities. I just saw today that Nathan Cleary actually went to the hospital with a training injury. It was just precautionary. Um, jammed finger or something like that. So he oh should be fine. Oh my gosh. He yeah. jammed his finger in the peanut butter. be careful. Oh, All knows? right. Get off it. Get <laughs> Daddy off was it. being extra cautious. Let's Let's think about some Panthers scores. Panthers are going to take it. You're right. Storm are going to give it all they have, but they'll go flat after 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be they'll be honest. cooked. After last week. And Panthers are going to be well-rested, and they're just a strong, strong side. You wouldn't want to be coming up against them in this game. Yeah. Panthers are going to take it. I'm feeling 38 to 12. Whoa. It's not going to be pretty for the Storm. I always look low scoring in finals no matter what, but I think it will be a defensive masterclass by the Panthers. I say they take this one like relatively easy. It's still a finals game. I'm going to say they go 20 to six. 20 to six. Yeah, Yeah. I can see it. You think they're going to hold the storm out rather than focus on those points. Well, and there's no more statements anymore. It's just win. Yeah. So they just got to get through, try and do so as healthy as possible. And you know, be ready for whoever they have to play next week. And let's talk about that second final. So we go to Suncorp now where the Broncos will host the Warriors. If you went to any of the experts in rugby league at the start of the year, Storm and Panthers in the final, probably fair enough. You yeah. would have thought that's a good yeah. good call. True. Broncos and Warriors, though. I don't think many would have said they Unreal. would have been in the top four. And true. look, no surprises here based on their form that mm-hmm. the Broncos and the Warriors are also in this. I think... Probably one of the least surprising last four. Mm-hmm. It's probably who you thought it would be it's midway through the season. deserved to be there for sure. But at the start yeah. of the season, I don't think people yeah. thought that the Broncos or the Warriors would be up there. Even I saw people in. that had Warriors not only missing out of the top eight, but yeah, wooden true. spoon. I saw some yeah. people with that on their what? list. So, yeah. So, really, the Warriors are by far the most surprising team of Absolutely. the year, I think. Um, and the Broncos are finally living up to the names on the team sheet. You know yes, what I mean? Like, yes. What's they've got really good contributions. actually transferring to the field, for sure. Contributions from their veterans, from their young guys. When they've had injuries, mm-hmm. they've had some depth. So An excellent meld. Yes. And they've got superstars. So you got, you know, the old hats in Reynolds. Yep. Yep. You've got that incredible young core of Reese Walsh and mm-hmm. um, yeah. Ma'am, Unreal. Cabo, Payne Haas. Like, they've got a beastly think- forward pack. This is what's writing what this game will be. Mm. I I had to think long and hard. I'm not going to lie about it. I actually am hoping the Warriors will get through. But at the end of the day, look at the all-star pack that the Broncos are presenting. Unreal. There's no room for error. They're just so on top of it. And you could probably say there may be two comparables on Mm. paper for the Warriors against the Broncos. I'm talking about DWZ up against Arthurs, I think, is who they'll have. And mm-hmm. then maybe you could argue Sean Johnson, Johnson. up against Reynolds, Reynolds who's better. Yeah. Johnson's probably played better this year, but Reynolds is great clutch yeah. player. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I would love to see the Warriors pull the upset. I just I don't see it only because they yeah. got out last week pretty unscathed. Yes. They still had to play. They still had to play. The so Broncos had an exhausted. entire week off. They'll be well rested. They'll yeah. have a game plan together. They probably knew they were going to be playing the Warriors pretty early on in that game. So coaching staff under Walters could have got started. But I think they probably had a good idea that it was going to be the Warriors they were facing pretty much the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah, 
as long as they have a good week of training, I think this it won't be a cruise. Yes. But they should be pretty comfortable as well. I'm going to say Broncos take this one. They're going to put some points up. I think I'm going to say 32, 18. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. I I'm with you on it. I really wish the Warriors would get through just because I think it'd be a fairy tale ending for them. Mm. But Broncos are just on point and yeah. they're exciting to watch. They're fun to watch and their all-stars are unreal at the moment. It's going to be a little bit closer, I feel, 22 to 12. I think the Warriors will get across a couple, but at the end of the day, the Broncos are going to pull away. Yeah. Fair enough. Great games. Yeah. Great games. It should be a good weekend of finals. It's no surprises. It's probably mm-hmm. the four that we wanted to see on the last um finals weekend before our grand final mm-hmm. um and obviously they will get a you know the big thing that we're going to see here is going to be injuries yeah whatever team makes it through who gets through healthy because yeah. if we both think it's Pan- Penrith and broncos <laughs> it'll come down because they're so evenly matched yeah they both won one to one in the series in the season um it just depends on who comes out healthier the at the end of this yeah. health um and who is able to so i guess out of storm yeah. and warriors who's the biggest pushover <laughs> storm i think so yeah. honestly dude you're I'm right not just saying the panthers that. all the way i you? just think though the broncos have the team that's kind of made to beat the warriors because the broncos mm. have that big forward pack that's very physical yeah, that can meet them the warriors are not the biggest forward pack they're really tough yeah. good defensive but if they're defending the whole game, they're going to lose. They just need ball. Yes. And the only way you keep the ball in modern NRL is with big boppers that can eat up those meters yep. early in the game. Get that and movement, then, for sure. You know, the back half. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I just think the Broncos team is so... is They're, they're a scary forward pack. And they're, they're good. Their That's backs scary. are very, very talented. So we'll see what happens. Mm. But yeah. Um, so Stay I'm excited. Tuned. Anything can happen. It's rugby league. Anything, Anything can happen. Can happen. Yeah. Um, and especially when you have these bigger crowds now. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. Penrith are hoping to pack out a core stadium. You know, there'll be some Melbourneites that will travel north, but it's not oh, yeah. the same as like an AFL situation. I think there'll be mainly black jerseys in Sydney. Yeah. Um, whereas obviously Suncorp will be a you know, maroon, that fortress. A wave of maroon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, well, obviously, you know, no breaks this week because we're just kind of running right through it. But remember to check us out on all of our socials. All we've got the, the Instagram, we got Facebook, we've got the website, MyDurrantWife.com and MyDurrantWife mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Tell us what you guys think. We'll be tweeting during these finals as well. Check out our tweets. Um, and obviously, we're knee-deep in the NFL season as well. And Cam is just counting down the time uh, until the NRL season's over, and it's what, full time it football, like a, baby. Feels like a really long season for the NFL, darling. It's shorter week, than the NRL. Week two, is that what we're at? We're almost done week two. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> so stay tuned for the NFL podcast as well. Um, and next week with the NRL, we'll obviously go through what happens with finals. And stay tuned. We're gonna want to look at some of our awards and they might not be the awards awards. that you'd be expecting we're gonna have a couple special ones in there as well (laughs) thanks so much for listening and have a great night keep it together